Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is June 7th, 2021. It is the WWE Raw Post show here on Fightful. And here we are. Uh, Denise, this is going to be one of those times we get those super chats that say, thanks for watching this so we don't have to. Um, a salute to our fallen friend, Stephen Larson, as Ryan Lambert says. So something seems different about you all. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, we welcome all of Stephen Larson's former live viewers as they tapped out. <laughs> there's there's not many there's not many more of a standing, Denise. Who's we left? Oh, are, we, we, are we? We're the last men standing. We're, there's there's maybe a couple more, but um, we oh, are here. Man. Please leave a thumbs up. Please subscribe. Tap that bell for notifications. Donate a super chat to get your question or statement right on the air. I got Denise Salcedo here. Denise, how are you? What's up? I've had a very interesting last three hours. What? Do, yeah. like, what have you been watching Raw? Because I don't think they're that interesting if you're watching well, Raw. Well, I'm going to say interesting, though, because I was literally trying to think, what on earth are we going to talk about today on this show? Yeah, I mean, there, there are some things that I definitely don't like. I don't know if there's anything pa- that I'm passionate enough about to go off on. I mean, I love covering wrestling but let, let's go ahead and get into some super chats denise but before before we do that i want to remind you guys please subscribe to fightfulselect.com we are i'm pulling it up right now we are 10 subscriptions away from a gigantic milestone 2000 jimmy told me that number three years ago and i was like it'll never happen it'll never happen and we are 10 away so if you know 10 of you could just walk over subscribe Five bucks gets you more exclusive news than anywhere in wrestling. Uh, Today I had news on the Matt Cardona, Nick Gage spot from GCW, which was awesome. Did you see that, Denise? I did, yeah. I'm like, you know, it's kind of cool just kind of seeing a lot of things that you never thought were going to happen kind of happening out there in the wrestling world. Oh, it was so awesome. I had some news on um, an indie star and talking about her WWE tryout and helping Trish Stratus. Uh, more details on Kylie Ray signing with NWA. Plus, yesterday, 
had the backstage report where we talked a lot about WWE releases, which we did break on FightfulSelect.com. Before WWE even broke the news of the releases, we had them. That's not the type of story we like to break, but uh, it was there. Uh, FightfulSelect.com, please subscribe. We already have some super chats. Volob says the gap between wrestling and sports entertainment grows larger. I don't know what that was, but WCW used to get made fun of for stuff less bad than what we just saw, Denise. So when I saw that Shayna was going to be part of Alexa's playground, I knew it was going to be, you know, silly. I was not expecting for it to be this bad. I think this definitely beats the zombie slumberjack. I think this beats, oh my God, like whatever we've been talking Mm -hmm. about that's been like horrible. I think this definitely takes the cake for that one, honestly. Because after tonight's segment, the way that Raw ended, I feel so bad, but... I would be really, really embarrassed for like a lot of my non-wrestling friends to see that and be like, Denise, this, this is what you talk about. I would be very, very embarrassed. Well, people want to do anything but talk about Raw. Norm Summers says, I'd like to thank the Dong Lord for my strength and Denise for being hot while watching Raw. So I don't have to. You're okay. You're too okay too, SRS. I tried. I did my best. See, Denise, people are calling you hot now. You got no. all your wishes. No, no, I don't see anything. No, I'm a potato. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Rafael Garcia says, I want to say free Seahawk. Not guilty. <laughs> yeah. You know who's oh. going to have a banger of a night? Alex Pawlowski. I, oh, I, I, yeah. He's going to have a banger of a night. Oh, yeah. Uh, Matt Reichel says, "I'm my ribs are laughing uh, from her. My ribs are hurting from laughing so hard at that inning. I'm getting ahead of myself reading hey, this. Hey, look but, at his thumbnail. Yeah, but look Cult. at the thumbnail. It's us. Big Woo. thank you. Zach says, not that it wasn't before, but Vincent Mann's judgment has to be in serious question given that he okayed that load of horse manure to main event raw. (sighs) Like, I want to talk about it right out of the gate, but it is the main event segment. But it was so bad, Denise. I I mean... I think we should just talk about it because it's like recent in our mind. But you do you, Sean. No, you no. Work no. Ken Shiro got a second shot of the vaccine. Everything is sore. Buddy, you're about to feel a lot worse, but it, you'll feel better tomorrow. Raw has been eight deadly words territory for so long. It's still baffling. Yeah, it was it was terrible. Uh, you know, people talking about the Montreal Canadiens. Like uh, people are very excited about that. Nerd Guru says that Raw was trash again, but uh, Denise, he booked his first trip to Cali this summer. How much will it be affected? It's going to be amazing. Congratulations. But how much will it be affected by COVID tourist wise, if you have any any advice? Um, Everything's pretty much open right now. Just book if you're planning on going somewhere and they don't let a lot of people in. I would say book in advance. However, if I'm correct, June 15th, everything's opening up. So I think you'll be okay. Evan Wright says the Cam Hawkins trial was better. <laughs> that was the most fascinating thing this weekend. It was great. Mike Preventure says wrestling was fantastic. Danny Limelight and Evil Uno. The trial of Seahawk and nothing else wrestling related happened. Uh, Denise isn't hip to Seahawk, I don't think. No. I don't think she's. <laughs> oh, boy. No. Flame says Denise likes ranch on pizza. I like cream cheese on pizza. SRS, which do you think is better? Has I Romans- love cream cheese. Has oh, Roman's title been found after its theft? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know either. And cream cheese on pizza, I'd probably like ranch better, to be honest with you. Dude, cream cheese is like the best thing on planet Earth. 
Oh, man. We, we've still got people not talking about Raw. Evan Wright talking about that Cardona spot. It's so good because he is like the anti-GCW, Denise. He is the anti-Nick Gage. And like, okay, saying that he mimicked John Moxley would be uh, generous. Those movements were not very Moxley-like, but it worked so well. Him doing the L-I with the middle finger. And, oh, it was so good. He's so self-aware. It's really good stuff. And now Nick Gage versus Matt Cardona is one of the most anticipated matches outside of WWE right now. I love it. I like that. I like it because it's, again, it's something totally different that maybe you might not have, you know, booked it yourself in your head or whatever, but now you're getting it and you can roll with it. Maurice says that Shingo is wrestler of the year for him and Shayna desperately needs to win money in the bank. I Shayna needs to do literally anything but this, but Shingo picking up that, that title, he's doing great. Uh, it, it's hard for me to, to put anybody from WWE and wrestler of the year, but Riddle would be up there. Did you watch the, the new Japan show I yet? I didn't get to watch. No, I'm behind as of this moment, but so, I did get to see three hours of raw. So yay me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Colt says raw broke Simon Miller last week tonight with silly, dumb fun. So I'll take it, man. Simon Miller's a really positive dude too. He, he, if you break him, Evan Wright says dying days of WCW are better than 2021 raw. In my opinion, I wouldn't go that far. Cause you weren't okay. You would get some good matches with the cruiserweights and the cruiserweight tag team division. But Denise, did you watch many of the dying days of WCW? So with WCW, I was the person that watched late. I watched everything afterwards because I grew up a WWE fan. So my watching patterns were already afterwards, where I already knew the history of the company before I actually got to watch everything, essentially. Oh, man. Thank you, John. One closer to the 2K goal. One closer. Hey, you do it. You, you, you go one at a time. Now we're nine away. Uh, oh, I thought you said you needed one more. No, we need nine more. Oh, It'd be great. All right. I was going to say, hey, celebrate. <laughs> Hover, he says, uh, instead of watching Raw, I got on TikTok and looked at the adult swim trend and enjoyed it more because the peop- it involved people putting effort into something. I need to check that out. I'm not much of a TikTok guy, but I always liked adult swim an awful lot. Let's go ahead and talk about some Monday Night Raw. Um because we have to the tag team battle Royal. This AJ promo was five minutes and it felt like it was 15 minutes. Denise. He's been funnier. This was actually kind of shocking that I wasn't as interested in what he was saying, given that usually he hits the mark pretty well when it comes to his comedic timing, but this dragged on. I think he had like one tops, two good lines in there and everything else was, when is this match going to get started? Well, it did. Uh, what, what did you think of the riddle stuff? Like <laughs> saying he wore extra shirts because Randy didn't wear, sh- didn't doesn't wear shirts or pants. That was my favorite part, honestly. Like he, I think Matt Riddle's just him talk. They could have they could have erased everything that AJ Styles said and literally just had Matt Riddle talk about the new T-shirt, and that could have been absolutely it for me. I thought it was hilarious because when he started pulling up the two shirts, I thought he was going to go in an entirely different direction. But once he said the no shirt, I was like, okay, he's going to say the no pants, and then bam, he gets you with the no pants line. So I thought it was really good. I like that. Poor Lince Dorado out there by himself. <laughs> Savage. This. And then the Miz and Morrison come out. Uh, 
I'm I'm so beyond done with the Miz cutting promos for the sake of cutting a promo. I did not need to see it. Well, especially after we sat through the whole AJ thing, then we still had Matt, and then we I mean, then we had Miz on top of all of this. I don't think we needed it, and I didn't like all of the guys essentially just standing there in the ring waiting for this match to start. It didn't look right. It was kind of weird. The Battle Royal was just fine. It was okay. It was all right. Um, Riddle got eliminated and still tried to help Randy, but it didn't, and the Viking Raiders, the War Raiders, ended up winning. You had Mason T-Bar get a little bit of shine, but it just it didn't hit right for me. It, what? Yeah, it I didn't hit right. Opposite, for me. actually. Yo, tell me, talk about it. Please tell me something you enjoy on the show. Okay, yeah. So I totally actually felt that this was the best that we've seen from Mace and T-Bar. In terms of they went in there and they had a lot of like uh, double team moves that I liked. Like when they both did... Um, they both did a big boot. I, I, th- I think they did it to Ivar, Eric, one of them. So I liked whenever they did that. I actually thought that this was the best that we have seen from them because usually they come out, they give them a couple of things. But for the most part, I haven't been interested in what T-Bar and Mace have been doing. Now, I've already talked about how I feel about the names and all of that, right? But I liked what they did today for them. And the thing I actually enjoyed about this battle royal was the fact that I think everybody went in here thinking that this was going to set up a win for RK bro for Randy and Matt Riddle, but instead they kind of ended up surprising us a little bit with Viking Raiders. And I like this because it kind of feels like they really are taking their time to build up RK bro and give them an actual, you know, long-term storytelling and, I don't mind them actually building up a bunch of different tag teams right now. And there's still a lot that they can do with the New Day that they can do with, uh, you know, now they sort of reestablish the Viking Raiders in this battle royal as well. So I was a fan of that. Although the finish I didn't think was all that surprising. I did like uh, what it did for the Viking Raiders. So I actually thought this battle royal for the most part, after all of the long talking, was pretty, pretty okay. Yeah, I want them to build as many tag teams as they can and and highlight that division as good as possible. They need to. Uh, I loved Orton starting off with a bunch of RKOs. The Morrison Super Soaker thing, it's not for me. Not not big. Yeah, it's uh, it's not for me. Uh, the line drives says Miz and Morrison doing their best role model and Rebel impersonation. I know Eminem uh, is growing on people's nerves. For some reason, they still work for me. They're better than maybe, I guess, whatever alternative it might be, but it's just it's just not doing it for me. For the first year and a half of Morrison, I was like, you know what? He's better off with The Miz. Not now. I think now he's better off on his own. Do, do you see that happening, Denise? Oh, I've been thinking about that for a very long time. And even just one of the most memorable moments in the Battle Royal was when uh, Lindsay was about to eliminate Morrison. And he, Morrison just literally holds on with the tips of his toes on the bottom yes. rope and has like this perfect balance. And I'm, every single time you see Morris, you get a glimpse of what Morrison can do athletically. You just keep thinking like, why haven't they completely unwrapped the gift that is gift that is uh that is John Morrison and actually do more with him. So it's been for the longest time where I felt that he should definitely be apart from Miz because he's just been the shadow. And unfortunately, I, I have to agree with what has been said about their comedy. It has go away heat where you're just kind of like, oh, this is so annoying. It's it, it, it's the it's the prankster that's not funny. It's the comedian that's not funny. If you're gonna do this, at least be funny. I should say uh, in regards to your Mason T Bar comment. Yes, I do think it's better than anything I've seen them do, but that is not a high bar on 
on this show. I think that's the theme overall, though, yeah. of today's show. Because even on Twitter, somebody was telling me, like, oh, Raw's been pretty good today. And I'm thinking, because I started 20 minutes late. And I thought, was Raw actually good? Or has the bar just been set really low? Buddy, you got to get with the time. Start at 9.20 Eastern. That's what I did tonight. And I was still caught up a half an hour before the end of the show. Zach Barber says, Morrison's drip stick is like a combo of the bad blaster and Rick Martell's arrogance. Yeah, I would like there to be something besides water in there. I think that would be kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> Gorilla Press says, has returned. Hello, Sean. Hello, Denise. Hello. Nerd Guru says, when Samoa Joe is free to start showing up places like Cardona and Moxley is, it's going to be epic. I can't wait to see how that ends up. Uh, DJ the Kid says, the night that wrestling died, part 15. God, this is terrible. If Alex was on the show, it would be one of those, for sure. For sure. Flavor Dave says, when Nick Gage kills Matt Cardona, I want some of his action figures. <laughs> hey, I mean, listen, I, I, Matt writes for us for the magazine now. Matt, please leave some of those to me in your will for when Nick Gage kills you. Norm says you are hotter than a potato. Um would that make you a hot potato, Denise? I'm a hot potato. There Hell you, yeah. There you go. Intangible when Ryan B. says, remember to be nice to Denise tonight, Sean. I heard she's a friend of Bill After. Did you see that guy? There is this guy being creepy on the internet. Make First off, making up shit about people getting released that were not released. And what then. do with me? He was just making fun of it. Because this guy was like, don't. Don't say anything bad about me. I'm a friend of Bill After. And I was like, motherfucker, I worked for him for five years. What are you doing? And eventually the guy got hosed by Lady Frost on Twitter. She she hit him with the, the Sub-Zero freeze uppercut and shattered him into a million pieces fatality. It was bad. It was I'm, bad, Denise. I'm not up to date with the social mm. media drama, unfortunately. No, there wasn't drama. That was a fatality is what that was. Okay, well, F- I'm not up Fatality. To date fatality evan wright says give me mox nick gage versus aj gray samoa joe or and uh aj gray samoa joe those are two real good ones look at that arabia says we're one closer on our goal people are are so excited to not talk about raw and i appreciate it bezos says monday monkeys congratulations monday night monkeys pod it's finest kill me now he says line drive says raw in dallas is still struggling to sell out First Raw back with fans. The show isn't changing that anytime soon. I think they're going to have some trouble. I mean, AEW's kind of killed the town in Jacksonville right now. People who have wanted to see wrestling get to see wrestling. But there are a lot of people who either don't have the funds or aren't ready to go back yet. I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be a little bit slower to return, so to speak. Jose says, got to say, I enjoyed NWA more than Raw in whole, even squeezed in Denise's Evermore reaction video, which was better too. What What is this? Is this a Taylor Swift uh, gimmick? That was a while ago. I, that's a video from like a couple months ago when the album came out. Okay. Ken Shiro says, one of my friends who only watched WWE uh, decided to check out Impact last week. It was nice to hear he enjoyed wrestling for once. Boy, there's thought, there's plenty of stuff. I thought he was going to say he decided to check it out today. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Joseph said, would rather rewatch Dominion again than Raw. I mean, that's not a surprise at all. Nate wants us to have a staring contest. I must defend my title instead of talking about Raw. Are you ready, Denise? Oh, no. I'm really glad. Here we this. go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. I feel like I already lost. 
Again, I lost. Oh! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really bad at staring contests. And then I'm going to beat Colt Cabana on Quizzlemania. See, now my eyes feel weird. Oh, I got to beat you on Quizzlemania this week too, Denise. God, everybody's beating me at Quizzlemania. Like at oh, this point, it. if I were to win Quizzlemania, I would ruin my gimmick. Like I'm just I'm just like a forever loser. It's going to be T- wonderful. T-Max says, this is the best Raw I watched on my PC in the background as I played my PS5 tonight. Much love to Miss Denise and the head of the table. Flame Inc. Uh, specifies and says, Wrestle Talk broke this morning that someone stole a title belt from the arena. They were guessing it was Roman's title. I don't know if it was Roman's title, but somebody did take a bunch of titles. Uh, yeah, took a bunch of titles. <sighs> I guess we got to talk about Raw again. Oh, I keep forgetting. Every time I always forget what we're talking about. That's just terrible. Mm. So the next match <laughs> this is, is Jackson Riker. Raw post show BTW. If anybody comes in here hoping for an honest raw discussion, they're going to be like, where's all the raw? There's talk? nothing to talk about. Okay. Jackson Riker got a haircut. He looks like Matt Cardona. Who's seen some shit. Did he also dye his hair or was it know. always that color? Cause it looked it was always, red to me. I think it was always that dark, but this oh. is stupid. Elias. Elias says, if he would have listened to me, we'd be tag team champions. No, you wouldn't because you walked out in the middle of a tag team title match, you dummy. Why do they make him say this? This was bad. And this the match was bad. The match sucked, and then Elias left it too. What are we supposed to talk about? Am I supposed to care about Jackson Riker? I'm supposed to care about Jackson Riker because someone who is even shittier than her or shittier than him within the context of a story turned on him, and then walked out. This is so dumb. It's so bad. Brian F. says, Riker turn. Social experiment or just tone deaf? Both, and it's dumb. It's very, very tone deaf. 100, like a thousand million percent. So here's my issue with this. My issue with this is that, is Jackson Riker, and I know we touched on this last week, but Jackson Riker's the baby face in this? I mean, yeah. it. For a second, I thought, okay, because last week I was completely sure, okay, he's the babyface. This week I thought, well, he attacked from he attacked Elias from behind. That's not a babyface move. But then kind of with like the whole like war thing, it kind of seems like he is the babyface. But then Elias runs out and this uh, leaves the match. And this reminds me of what they did with Mandy and Dana when they were babyfaces and then they left the their match. So I'm like, okay, now you're doing it with Elias. So in the if you think about it in the constant wwe raw universe world it's like either or like heel baby face i don't even know anymore it's just weird and i'm i do not know realistically how the crowds are going to react to jackson Riker when they go back on the road and i have to believe that that has to have been a thought that has crossed some people's minds oh man yeah this isn't good Bezo Banks says, do you mean fatality? <laughs> There's a person who super chats on WrestleTalk named Brutality. Uh, Seamus is on Raw Talk. Says, AEW getting less than 500K. Any chance Rampage moves? They should. Friday 10, Friday 10 p.m. is a death slot. I don't know why they would want that slot. Um, that's It's not a good one, Denise. No, it's not. And like if unfortunately like seeing the dynamite numbers right now it's kind of like that is obviously a uh 
precursor of what they might expect for Rampage. And it sucks because even like I know Tony Khan says that he's not looking for this show to be like a B show. He's looking for it to be on par with Dynamite. But I'm like, if you are having it, you know, on a Friday night, it kind of feels like a B show. And then especially after SmackDown, when we've already been conditioned to say like, okay, Friday is Friday night SmackDown day, you know? And it's just like Friday night, the world's opening up again. Well, at least here, like in the United States, people want to go out places. Who's going to want to stay home and watch four hours of wrestling? I mean, there's going to be some people. Well, I think, I think Rampage is going to be one hour. Okay. Okay. So three hours but, of yeah. wrestling then. Three hours of wrestling. And let's say you're going to watch a post show. Bam. That's four hours of wrestling content. There's not going to be a lot of, uh, it's interesting. Cody says, you both entertained me a lot last year with these reviews, but I'm so sorry. The show is so bad. Felt compelled to super chat. I'm so sorry. As long as our show is not bad. Hey, as yeah. long as our show is at least somewhat entertaining. See, I, I feel bad like leaning so much into non-raw stuff, but I mean, super chats dictate what people want to talk about, and they want to talk about you being a Quizzlemania jobber. Thank you, Havery. And Gorilla Press says, I was at GCW's TOS this weekend, hung out with Nick Gage and Janela. You should have come by SRS. Not after, not after Jacksonville. That was a wild, wild weekend. See, Sean, this proves our point. You just said the super chat dictates the conversation. Bam, there you go. Listen to your audience and what your audience wants. This literally goes into the Elias Jackson Riker situation and a million other situations where you got to listen to your audience and what they want and how you feel about whether or not someone's a baby face, a, a heel, or whether you push them or not. I'm just so like, God, you feel you feel deflated. I like, do. I am deflated. Your balloon. You're a, you're a <laughs> deflating balloon right now. I can see the air, the well, helium coming out of you. Drew cut a long winded promo and is about to sign the contract, but Lashley and MVP come out. MVP says if Lashley wins, Drew never gets a title match against Lashley again. That's a good stipulation, but I would rather the stipulation be these two don't wrestle for the title at all, regardless of who wins, because I get the feeling now Drew's going to win. <laughs> Lashley's going to get his rematch. Uh, Richie says, if you make stipulations during a contract signing, doesn't it make the contract you're about to sign null and void? You would think so. I mean, maybe they could write down an amendment. I, that's one thing I'm willing to let go as far as making sense to these. I just, I feel bad because contract signings, you hear it and it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, I already know how this is going to go. But I think for me, this more rings, uh, this more shines a light on the fact that the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view has really, really killed the Hell in a Cell match. Because when they made the whole, oh, this is going to be a, in a Hell in a Cell, I was like, what the hell? I already thought it was going to be in a Hell in a Cell. Like, I didn't realize that I was supposed to be like, oh, my God, it's going to be in a Hell in a Cell. But in reality, that's the reaction that they were we were supposed to give. But in my mind, I was like, wait, this wasn't already a hell in a cell. What the hell? You know, so I feel bad, but it, it, it's just it's not not great. And I didn't care for the whole like Scottish story. I think the only thing I liked about this contract signing was the ending when Drew McIntyre essentially tells him like, hey, dude, like, I don't know who you pray for, but you better start praying or something. And then whatever else he said after that, that that was pretty cool. Just a heads up, you need to start sending the super chat on this chat. It makes it easier for us to see. I will see yours, Maurice, but in the future, please try to do it on the super chat as they they pop up here. Ed Call says, Raw was on. Favorite sandwich, peanut butter and jelly. Turkey and cheese. That's a good one. That's a good one. 
Mike Dempsey says, how'd you feel about Mayweather and Big Show being advertised as a legit exhibition match? It wasn't. It was tongue in cheek. It was like, it was them being self-aware that yesterday was a sideshow fight and comparing it to that. It was very tongue in cheek. Evan Wright says, petition to make this an elevation post show. Sorry, man. Not Nobody will tune in if that's the case. Sexy Peasant said, this bird is Denise's number one fan. Denise is no jobber. I love the birds, man. Slicey Dicey says, I was performing delicate manual tasks with Rollin in the background. Bad Wait. planning. I wasn't able to reach it and to reach up and turn it off. I don't want to know what manual tasks you were performing no, there, pal. Delicate manual tasks. Oh, oh. At me. Rage Lax says, love a quote from Pete Tempest from EC in February. Are they teasing a Riker Elias split? Who could possibly care? Have they been together that long? They've been together since Riker came back. And I can't even believe it's been that long. When was that even? I feel like that was just a blur of time. Kate Hensler says the 2011 punk promos, ouch, the accuracy. They get, they, they age better every time. Richie says Jackson Riker as a baby face feels tone deaf. Assuming that I'm going to care about this is tone deaf. Dez says, first super chat, wait to sign up for Slack because he wants to be 2000. Wish me luck. Hope I time it right. Oh, come on. <laughs> now everyone's going to do it. And no- <laughs> yeah, now everybody's going to try to get on this gimmick. And we are getting very close. Night- we were like, like a radio station. Call your 2000 and you win a prize to, see, you win a trip to WrestleMania. Hannah says seven away. Join and she won't ban you. Look come on. That. Someone's got to be seven. Get the countdown going. Oh, man. I just I just don't want to talk about this Raw. Brandon says, forget Raw, inmates running the asylum. Hey, if you guys super chat about non-Raw stuff, I will do it. We, we pride ourselves on being one of the most interactive reviews possible. So we, what you guys want to talk about is what we talk about. Mike Preventure 2 says, PBJ with two pieces of bread or double-decker? Used to be double-decker. However... I'm trying to get back in shape, so I only go the two slices of bread. Do you eat peanut butter and jelly, Denise? Um, Yeah. Am I a wheat, psycho? Wheat or white bread? Wheat because I like to diet. That's <laughs> like, my, is that, I, I, that count as diet, though? I just like wheat, wheat bread. bread I, the white bread? See, I don't okay, like white so bread. What but, kind of wheat bread, though? Because I only like grain, the 12 grain. Okay, I'll I'll eat. I'll eat that or like the honey wheat I I like as well. But to me, white bread, like you put anything on it and it gets like paper thin, like it barely exists. Oh, yeah. No, I always get wheat bread and I'm used to eating the wheat bread. So wheat bread all the way. All right. How do you slice your PB&J though? Do you do it? I usually don't, but I usually, no, no. If my wife makes one, she'll slice it diagonally. Okay, because apparently, apparently, like if you slice it right down the middle, you're like a psycho, and I slice it right down the middle. That is, <laughs> it's really fucked up. So I'm just like, sure. <laughs> Maurice says, Denise, you hear that Taylor's releasing both Red and 1989 together soon? It's a rumor. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave a thumbs up, guys. By the way, also uh, a little cheap plug. Interview with Jody Threat drops tomorrow. If you all don't know who she is, you will know who she is. She was uh, who stood out the most to me out of the Toronto SummerSlam weekend shows. She had a WWE tryout that week. She happened to be getting Trish Stratus ready for her uh, retirement match. Check out that interview. And then later this week, 
cool Kyle O'Reilly. We play Bucky cool. Knights. We yeah, I know. We play cool or not cool, and he tells me if bucket hats are cool or not. Must be nice. Yeah, it is nice. Ryan B. Jam says, long-term WWE fan. Been watching since Piper feuded with Lawler about a fan. But WWE insulted me so much that I haven't watched Raw since the one after Mania and only half the SmackDowns. Well, and you only have to watch half of half of those SmackDowns to really miss anything. Because SmackDown looks great in comparison, Denise. I wouldn't call it like separately like a great show or anything. But it's, it's okay. I, I can agree with that. There's been a couple, like the last couple of weeks where I felt that there's been a lot of shades of raw on SmackDown. And I'm yeah. not crazy about that. Danny says Vince gets rid of live crowds and show buzz. What's next? Um, he didn't get rid of show buzz. Show buzz got rid of show buzz. And there will still be like, guys, I, I know that there are a lot of people that are saying, oh, now we're the rating. Dave reports the ratings every single week. The Torch reports the ratings every single week. We've got stories up on the ratings every single week. Brandon Thurston does on WrestleNomics. The numbers will be out. There's a lot of really good uh, journalists and media members who get those numbers out there. So they will be there. Jared Jacks is longtime viewer. First Super Chat. Love the channel. Well, we love you, by God. And Rage Lack says, since Hell in a Cell, right where Elias faced ja- Jeff Hardy. So the thing I wanted to mention about Drew and Hell in a Cell, like when he starts to say, when he starts to say, like, I need a match where nobody will interfere. It's like, yeah, we know the name of the pay-per-view, Drew. We know it's coming because they named the pay-per-view that. I was just like, ah, come on. Yeah, that's pretty much where I was getting at earlier, where I kind of felt like it was a given. And when I didn't realize it wasn't a given, I felt Look at this. Here's some positive news. The the double or nothing giveaway winner. Yeah, you're welcome. I always do a ton of giveaways. So there you go. Follow Denise. Her her Twitter handle is right below her. Uh Gorilla Press Press says, ask Jody about Gorilla Press. Well, buddy, if I can get in a time machine in April, go back and, and ask her when I film that interview, I'd do it. Aiden says, just subscribe to Fightful Select. Add me to the gimmick, Denise. Side note, haven't watched Raw in months. I just watch you all now. And we appreciate that because if we just talked about Raw, this would be a half an hour long. And I like to to split it up, you know. I like to split it up. So here we go. We're going to talk about this. Jeff Hardy defeated Cedric Alexander. I thought this match was way too slow-paced for these two. And I know we're not talking about 2010 Jeff Hardy here, but Jeff Hardy is... He is a work smarter, not harder guy now, and he works really well. But this match, I don't usually like to say boring like you do, Denise. But this one bored oh, me. Are we not allowed to say the B word? Boring? It's so insulting, Denise. I'm sorry. Okay, but I didn't think this match was boring. I'm going to save my boring for when I really feel like it. I actually want to say that I think it was a good call to have Jeff Hardy win because I went into this thinking that he was going to lose. And I think that they should, given that they're going back on the road, given that Jeff Hardy is always going to be somebody that people pop the hell, the, you know, that they pop for, that they get all wild about. I actually think that heating up Jeff Hardy with a couple of wins is a smart idea. It's in, you know, get the people excited. Yeah, I just, it's just, I don't know what the hell they're going to do with Cedric. I'll reserve judgment and see what they're going to do, but better than Jeff doing nothing. So I was okay with this. I was fine with it. Sure. Why not? Uh, We had Mustafa Ali backstage warning Mansoor about Gulak not following the rules. Probably a good thing because after a brief exchange, Gulak tried to hold the tights. Mansoor turns it around. We are now at 54 matches without Mansoor getting pinned or submitted across all the brands. They won't mention that whatsoever because they don't give a shit. 
but I give a shit. They're trying to make Mansoor white meat baby face and have Mustafa Ali be like, see, I'm digging that. The match was like, eh, okay. But Mustafa Ali, I really like. Any any thoughts on this? I'm actually really, really feeling Mansoor right now. Like, I feel like I'm, I would, if they gave him more, I would be totally behind that. And I can definitely, definitely see him winning a championship of the, you know, one of their Saudi Arabia pay-per-views. I can definitely see it as like this big grand moment happening on one of those shows. And I do think that I like him. I'm a fan. I don't know why. He just, he's, he's very likable. Yeah, he is. And I mean, he's pretty good at it. I think he's doing, he's doing well. We have a bunch of non WWE super chats. Dempsey says, can we get a maple syrup version of Sean Ross Sapp? He beat Blamplate. Hey, look right up here. I keep maple syrup. This is from my trip to Canada. Right there. Why do you have maple syrup? Just uh, just, just for decoration. Just for decoration, Denise. Get with the times. Sean, AR Forever says. their house with maple AR Forever says, I can watch Roman for three hours, but not this raw. Ending reminded me of Indian horror movies in my childhood. Love you both. Oh, man. I... I I feel like some like international horror movies, like really intention, not intentionally bad, but some B movies could get a new life on Netflix with like subtitles and voiceovers. I would like to see that. Zombie Boss says, "What are your favorite hardcore stipulations?" Um, I liked the NXT Takeover match that I watched in Toronto that had like the Emerald Fusion off the top of the cage through the table. That was one of my favorite. I wish they could integrate more of like a cage match with weapons, Denise. But uh, any any for you? Does it sound bad if I just say anything with actual blood in it? Hey, there you go. That's it. That's all I like is blood. Uh, thanks to Armand Hanna for sending me the chat that, that Kara MVS sent. She said, thoughts on Queen Aminata? I think she looked great on Elevation tonight. I hope AEW signs her. Uh, so I did not get to watch uh, Elevation yet. Denise, have you seen her? No, I haven't actually. She has I'm looking at as of right now. She has a phenomenal look. Like I love the crown. I love all that stuff. Uh, she seems pretty polished, based on what I've seen. Limited exposure of what I've seen on like title match and stuff like that. I think that she'll probably end up getting signed by next year. I would be really surprised if she was not signed by next year. Sexy Peasant says, Denise, or Tempest likes peanut butter and pickle sandwich. Ew. Pickles are disgusting. Ew. Do you like pickles, Sean? I, I, I feel like I used to like pickles, but like at no point in the last 15 years have I been like, I, I need a pickle. Even, can't even stand the smell of pickles. I once had a pickle and a hot Cheetos in a smoothie. Okay. And okay. it was disgusting. Gross. Nate, Nate, what's the difference between a hot potato and a flying pig? One's a heated yam and the other's a heated ham. <laughs> I love it. Christopher Murray, cyber fight was six hours long. I was entertained the whole time. As long as you, you're entertained, hey, if you like tonight's Raw, more power to you. You know what I mean? Like, if you're entertained, don't let me saying that I think the show sucks make you think that I don't want you to enjoy the show. If anybody wants to enjoy it, more power to them. Well, except last week, you got really mad. I forgot what I said. You were really mad. I was upset about it. You just told the people that you could like what they like, except Denise Salcedo has to like. She's not allowed to. (laughs) You can't have my own opinions on this show. It's part of the contract. 
Gorilla putting over Honey Wheat. Let's talk about Kenny Omega's salmon jacket. I feel like that's a nod. I feel like that's a thing. Like if anybody could get a great match out of Ken of Mark Henry right now, it's Kenny Omega. Do you think that's a little foreshadowing, Denise? What? Like that Omega might do a match with Matt or Mark Henry at some point, like maybe a dynamite match or something. You know what? I mean, they did ask him like if he was, you know, done or not in the ring. And he said, no. Yeah. I just don't know if I care for it though. Warrior wrestling. Uh, Chris rain says it was a great show. Yeah. I saw that Deanna and Kylie Ray were on that show and Frank, the clowns arrival, like in a helicopter. Did you see that? He came in on a helicopter. No. No, I did not see that. That's ridiculous. Nathan says, seeing as you have their audience now, challenge Steven Larson to the Quizzlemania tag titles officially. Denise, I think we'd do all right. We did okay as ta- as a tag team. I had my strengths. I have see, hit every now Everybody and keeps asking me like to team with them. Like Luke's asked me. They've tried to push me towards Sully. And I'm like, you know what? I like, I, I'm loyal to my teammate Denise. No, do not be. I'm holding you down. I'm keeping <laughs> you from your full potential, Sean. I don't like the pressure. Although I will tell you this. It's sad that no one ever wants to team with me. Okay. Oh, man. Denise, do you like scary movies? Um, I like a few. My favorite is The Others with Nicole Kidman. I love The Others. And I there's another one that I like. I just don't remember it. Pickle is almost as bad oh, as I Ranch like and Pizza. Green. I like the first scream. I don't know. I'm not other than that. I don't watch anything else. I like scary movies that are rooted in like, like something you can believe that could actually happen to you. Denise brood yeah. fan confirmed. Um, yeah, I would say yeah. so. Ryan B jam says, I want Ali to tell Mansoor WDB will shoot, chew him up and spit him out. Toss him to the side. Oh, no matter whose buddy he is shouting out to Murphy. Dang, man. Dang. Uh, yes, MLW is more entertaining than Raw, I think. Uh, is the five-way uh, a way to get the belt off Cross? I think it is, Denise. You think they are going to get it off of him? Yes. Oh, I see. I kind of felt like he would still keep it, to be honest. Kate, did you know, or uh, Denise, did you know that the that Roman and the Usos are cousins? I had no idea. <laughs> Ian says, can you Love guys react? Producer? Ian says, can you guys react to one Kanye album, one Taylor album next Monday at 11.10? She will not listen to Kanye. Like, uh, no. There are a lot of people that are very passionate about things in this world. Some people are passionate about, you know, just very serious matters. <laughs> There's only one thing I'm very, very passionate about, and that is Taylor Swift. And and I I love Kanye West music, but I'm not passionate enough to ruin my friendship with Denise. Yeah. So. See, like I'm that would hurt. To... If you were to tell me, Denise, I never want to partner with you on Quizlemania ever again because you suck, I could forgive you for that. I will yes. not forgive you for like betraying my confidence with Kanye West. Kim Chi says with well, hell in a cell, hell in a box like structure. Be a potentially fall off point with SmackDown with Raw. Or, I'm I'm very confused by this question, Kimchi. Um, I don't know what you mean here, but I don't think there's anything right now that can make Raw better than SmackDown, and I'll, I'll say that as much. Oh boy! So we should probably get back to Raw. We're 41 minutes in, and we still got stuff to talk about. <laughs> 
This MVP promo on Kofi Kingston backstage is one of my favorite things about Raw all year long, Denise. Oh, I loved it. I actually thought it was really good because I like the fact that he brought back the meaning of Kofi Mania while actually kind of also questioning him, like, what have you done since then, you know, sort of deal. I like that. It was amazing. They're playing off of history, but making it a story. It's something that we all know about. MVP saying, you winning that title is what made me come back to WWE. And uh, I, I just thought that was perfect. It was great. And him saying why it is that he did what he did, Kofi did. And then MVP saying why Bobby Lashley does what he does. Ooh, that's such a great touch. Uh, I'm over the key lock thing with Riddle and Orton. Like it was funny the first time. And now I'm like, it's hilarious eh. though. Come on. Cause even when they zoomed in on him and he was like, <laughs> he just had like this face with his mm. mouth out. And then I didn't realize it was because his mouth was shut until Randy came in with the key afterwards. Oh, that was hilarious. I, I love it. It's not for me, but what is for me is this match. How is it not for you? It's just like every, like that's funny. Because I watched it the first time and I saw him do it the first time and the second time and the third time and the fourth time. There's multiple ways of doing it. You've never Mm. met somebody so annoying that you're like, I need to shut them up with this key, imaginary key. Nope. Never ran into anybody like that, Denise. Denise is muted right now, by the way. Uh, This match was outstanding. I think Riddle, I don't even think, Riddle's the best in-ring worker in WWE this year. He is having amazing matches with everybody, and I don't think you can put Sheamus in that category after the the last two months of what they've had him do, even though he's good in the ring. I think Riddle is making everybody better. The finish of this was so much fun. Riddle couldn't hit the RKO or the Bro Derek. He was laying that stuff in there. But Kofi hits the uh, Trouble in Paradise and gets the win. I even liked Riddle getting so fired up. He fist bumped Jimmy Smith, who you know is an MMA commentator at ringside. I love this match, Denise. What'd you think about this? It's interesting that like when you think about Raw as a whole, and you think about the few storylines that they are putting on as of this moment, the art, the Matt Riddle, Randy Orton storyline really is. It really is, I would say, the thing that I'm most interested right now on Raw. Because, again, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, been there, seen there, seen it, done that. So I feel like this right now is is the best thing that's going on for the show. It's it's very good. Uh, Speaking of something else that was good on this show, Ricochet versus Humberto Carrillo. They had a great in-ring match. And then so much of what surrounded it, I thought, sucked. Like, they had Sheamus come out. And he looked badass with that that face mask on. He looked really good. And then they have him get up and whine and bitch. And I was like, no, he should just be livid and just stare at them. But instead, he's he's playing chicken shit. He's playing chicken shit about two guys that he beat twice and that had to win via distraction roll-up. And I'm glad that this match had stakes, Denise. But you're talking about two guys who lost to Sheamus twice and had to distract him and roll him up. And it just shows you the circumstances surrounding even the matches that matter don't matter to WWE. And then imagine, Denise, if they would have built these guys and then they had this kind of match. You'd be like, oh, damn, give me more. Well, we know we're going to get more, Denise. We know we are. Sure. 
I thought this match was fun. And even though, you know, ending with the double count out was not necessarily all of that, you know, we always complain about that every week. Even, I kind of did like how they did it, though, with the Spanish fly on the outside because it did look pretty cool. I'm not crazy about the double count out, but other, other than that, I thought it was a probably probably the best match of the night because um yeah, again, the Battle Royal was good, but I'm looking at everything else and I don't think anything else was as good as this one. I didn't think I didn't think Riddle Kofi was as good as this one either. Yeah, I, I thought this one was better than Riddle and Kofi. It's just this didn't have a definitive finish, which is a bummer. But, you know, we it's raw. We know what they're going to do. We know what they're going to do. Kinshiro says, tapping out my body uh, and the vaccine can't coexist. Thank you for stopping by. Omar says, Denise, would you be jealous if Sean interviewed Taylor? You have, I would, I would probably like, and like, Sean, I cannot, I cannot say the graphic things that I would probably do. Like, I would be raging jealous. But what if I got her to shout you out? No, no, it's not good enough. No, like, I would be so jealous. Like, Would you be mad at her? No, I'd be mad at you. That's betrayal. <laughs> like, that would be betrayal, Sean. You can't do that to me. Like, I'd, I, it would it would just know, okay? <laughs> this, this super chat. Helena Cell is now Helena Crate due to budget cuts. Oh, no. And and the, the super chat from Kimchi, will it be the fall-off point in quality for SmackDown? Um, No, I don't think it will be. I think it'll be better than Raw because it's two hours. Ian says, is it a big deal or no deal that Andrade wants creative control, although it was reported as limited control? I have not confirmed that. If it is... He should be realistic. You ain't getting creative control probably almost anywhere these days. Um, are you surprised that he supposedly asked for that? I have not con- confirmed it, though. So I, when I saw that, I was surprised because I, I, I didn't necessarily think that he would ask for that. So I was surprised. And it's kind of like, I don't want to say it, but I feel like there's – there's just different levels. And I will, I, I think when you think of certain talent that might ask for creative, there are certain, there's very, very few talent where you'd probably be like, you know what? Yeah, I can see it. And I, I wouldn't see it with Andrade. We and are, I love Andrade, but it's just, yeah. We are three crazy. subscriptions away from 2000 on fightfulselect.com, guys. Uh, Nerd says Raw is going to make us all hate carrying cross in the worst of ways. 20 minute nonsense promos and magical hokey crap out of the wazoo. Oh, I fully believe that he and Scarlett are going to be involved in hokey backstage, like wizard bullshit. With Alexa and Lily. Yeah. And Bray. Oh, and yeah. Bray. Forgot about him. Chris says, I'm curious to hear Denise's thoughts on Olivia Rodrigo's album. Sean, too, I guess. Do you even know who Olivia Rodrigo is? Because Luke didn't know who she was. Denise. Sean, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're into, like, outside of, like, wrestling. Like, what do you do? Like, what's your circle like? I don't know. You hung out with me last weekend. We didn't talk about Olivia Rodrigo. Denise, I I think when, when you left Jacksonville and headed back, to California, you drove through the sub- suburbs and were just crying because I wasn't around. No, I was celebrating because Jackson no, no. there's nothing to do. In you Jackson. you were probably with that blonde girl who always made me doubt. Are you seriously? Okay, you know one song and it's driver's license. Listen, you know Denise, I know that she's so much older than me and she's everything I'm insecure about. <laughs> Okay, well, do you like Olivia? You Rodriguez said every Monday night 
And now I drive alone past your street. Sean. All right. Well, anyways, Olivia Rodrigo's Sour album is amazing. And you can watch the review up on my channel because I loved it. One struggle says, so glad I missed Raw today to see my grand my son graduate high school. Go Cheney. Congratulations. I'm getting so ahead of myself on these super chats. I'm just like, it's like word soup for me, but big uh shout out to our friend there and his son for for graduating high school. Uh Mike Preventure too says, Can SRS and Denise coexist? We no. we do somehow every Monday, but as Jamie Miles says, Rhea and Charlotte couldn't. I'm shocked. Richie Goodacres says, am I supposed to like Rhea? Is she a heel or face? They they fumble her with regularity, with regularity. They have her and Charlotte backstage. They're, they're even doing the interrupting promo like, no, I deserve a title shot. But it's not for a title shot, Denise. It's a, a, for a match against a woman who lasted two minutes with them. But let me tell you the thing that I'm most passionate about on this episode of Raw. I was... So fucking annoyed by this Nikki Cross promo. That poor woman and the material they gave her. Nikki Cross rules. Nikki Cross is just incredible. She's great. She does her best with everything that she can possibly do. And they had her say, oh, you know what? It's not about being the prettiest or who has the most experience. And I'm like, what the, why would they fucking write that for her? Now I'm sure, I'm sure I'll have some writer saying, oh, that's not, we weren't implying that she was saying that she wasn't pretty. My God, guys, come on. Don't treat us like we're stupid and saying, or the most experienced. She's been wrestling way longer than either of these two women. Denise, she's been wrestling since 2008, Denise. That's the line that got me. It wasn't necessarily the most pretty or the most talented because I think that was just her being like the generic, like, oh, you can do it sort of thing. Like every like promo that people do when they want to, you know, hype somebody up. No, it was the it was the experience part when she said like, oh, you don't have to be the most experienced. I was like, what? What is she talking about? It's like they want you to think that she's this new up and coming rookie. I'm like, yeah, this would be great for like this nobody who is just coming up and, you know, having these uh, lasting two minutes with Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley on Raw. Okay, great. But she's not. And I don't know if we're supposed to buy that. Are we supposed to forget everything that we see Nikki Cross do with the company? Because that's what it feels like. It's yeah, she was one of my favorite tag team champions that they had her and Alexa bliss. I thought were a lot of fun. I loved the story of her and Alexa and Alexa, like noticing her and being like, no, 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 you want on TV. Come hang out with me. I'll get you on TV. And we always thought they were going to turn on each other and they just didn't. And I, I liked that. I really enjoyed that. And they have just made this as lame as possible. And, and somehow they found a way to do a new match, Denise, that was also somehow a rematch. That was also a can they coexist? They brought Asuka into the thing. I felt that. I had come when everybody, when she had announced her mystery partner, I did not think of Asuka, not one time. I, almost, I, I halfway thought that she was about to bring out Molly Holly because she's like, oh, a superhero. I was like, damn, they got Molly back. But that was. It would have been more entertaining. Um, no disrespect to Asuka. I, I think Asuka is wonderful. Uh, but 
They had the match. You know what's happening. Uh, I just want to say Charlotte keeps, she keeps getting better in the ring. She's awesome. She's always improving. She always adds a little something. I loved Rhea waving in the middle of a vertical delayed suplex. That was so cool. And then we see Rhea pin in the way that we always knew it would happen. Some fuck ass shit, Denise. Pardon my language, guys, but you knew it was going to happen. You just knew that eventually she'd get pinned and be some, some bullshit. I actually, the stuff that I liked about this match was really just Charlotte Flair kind of like tagging herself in every time like Rhea was in there. I did like that. I liked, I actually thought it was kind of funny because Rhea and Oscar were going at it at one point and like, it wasn't good. And then Charlotte just tags herself in there and it's kind of like, step aside. Let me do the job here. I actually thought that was pretty funny, but I kind of do feel like the whole Nikki Cross Oscar celebration at the dancing on top of the table. It feels very, very forced. I, 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 I know we're supposed to buy it at like this very like cutesy thing, but it feels very forced. It does feel very forced. It feels very hokey and very lame and very corny. And it, it's just not for me. It's not for me. And all, I, I love all four of these performers. That's the frustrating part about it is I think if these four were portrayed as like top people that were protected and interesting, oh, I would love this division. And they've got so much else to work with. Like Naomi's just chilling, not doing anything right now. I feel so bad for her because I'm wondering if they are going to do something with her and they really can. Like, I feel like ever since she came back, I feel like they should they should actually give her a singles program. I don't see why she can't be, you know, a challenger to Rhea Ripley. We have a bunch of super chats that are not about Raw before we talk about this main event segment. Terrence says, I'm a creature of habit, but turned it off early. I'm afraid for the performers when they get in front of crowds, they are being set up to fail. Denise, do you think that crowds are going to help things? Because there's going to be a lot of crowds that reject this terrible stuff. Think of all the garbage that we've seen in the last year and a half that would get just shit on so hard in front of crowds. But do you remember when Seth Rollins said in an interview where he talked about the fact that during the pandemic Thunderdome era that what he did like about it was the fact that they could actually finish out storylines versus when they're with crowds, they don't get to finish them? um yeah so it makes me think about that look part of me thinks that yes the crowds will affect it and then the other part of me thinks don't be foolish i'm with you there i'm with you there i want i want to be optimistic but how many times can we get fooled Richie says, so they put over Nikki, Nikki as having beat Rhea and Charlotte, yet Charlotte gets the title shot. I don't get it. But she didn't beat them, though. Didn't she but just that, last two minutes? Correct. But Rhea and Charlotte kept saying, oh, well, she beat me. She beat me. Right, like, but oh. she just lasted the two minutes. Okay. Yeah. Brutality is here, actually. Says, what's up, Sean and Denise? Low-key, kind of got the Simon Miller mentality, and I definitely was definitely sports entertained by the ending. By the way, the new Rodrigo album was pretty good. Good for you as a fave. You know, I I was entertained in the sense that I'll have something to talk about tonight. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, good. At least if it's going to be bad, it's going to be real bad. That's sad. That's really <laughs> sad, Sean. Brian F says the point of a feud literally is to not coexist. 
We would be a main, we would be the WrestleMania main event, Sean. If this yeah. was us, for all of the times we have not coexisted, we would have main evented WrestleMania. Mike says, is Denise uh, a Phoebe Bridgers fan? I don't know who that is. Um, No, uh, Phoebe Bridgers, I have not given her a chance yet. Not because of anything against her. I just well, maybe you should. Maybe you should. Maybe you should grow up and give her a chance. How about I'm, that? I'm sorry. I'm so busy. I don't have time for anything. Okay? I literally have like two hours at midnight for myself. Hell in a Salcedo. Oh, that's that's good stuff. Oh, I love that. Hell that's in a great. Salcedo. I'm going to steal that. Thank you very much. I'm writing you, that. Yeah, down. that's brilliant. Hepkin says, can we do a revolution watch or elevation watch along instead of talking about raw? I promise, guys, I don't stutter and stammer and trip over my words this much. Usually it's just been a long night. Uh, but thank you. You guys have been so generous with all the super chats. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, and we are two, two Fightful Select subscriptions away from... Uh, from oh 2000. come on now two you're gonna be every, whoever's gonna like already knows they're gonna sign up is just waiting to be the See, one just do it guys just do it and uh now gonna, you know what's oh. gonna happen you're gonna end up going over because there's gonna be good and then they're gonna be late and then good yeah i want that we want more people to subscribe no but Colt, <laughs> matthew hammock says thoughts on evil uno preparing for miro on bte and the bucks making fun of people saying they should have put that on dynamite. Well, uh, they should have. The fact that they're self-aware and they're saying, well, they should have put that on dynamite. They probably should for some of this stuff. But uh, the the Bucks on BTE, uh, like, so how do I word this? I don't I get spoke, to watch BTE. I spoke, so I haven't watched BTE. But there is some stuff that they should put on dynamite, like from Dark and Elevation. Evil Uno filmed the match in which he's winning before the Miro match, but they should have had him win a match before he got given a TNT title shot. However, somebody high up in AEW hit me up and they said, here's the the, the sort of rules of the TNT title. I'll go into more detail on that Friday on our post show, but I did get some insight on that that softened my stance a little bit, but they got to clarify it a little bit. They need to specify it a little bit more. Colt says, I wanted to ask this before. Are they waiting for crowds to bring back Finn, Brock, Becky, Bray, Cena, and Sasha? I think, Denise, they need to bring some of them back for, before. They need to let people know what it is that they're going to see. See, but I kind of like the surprises, though. I don't want to waste somebody and get the piped-in Thunderdome sounds. No, I, I get it, but have them wait, to be honest. What motivation do people have to even watch these shows right There's now? There's no motivation. You just got to... Flip a coin and decide yes or no. You're going you either go. You either go or you stay home. That's it. Ron Patel says, "What's worse, this raw ending or Hell in a Cell 2019?" Um, Hell in a Cell 2019. Hell, Hell in a Cell 2019. Poor Denise. That's yeah, yeah. Poor Denise was there for watch along, but this is so stupid. I can laugh at it. That was so stupid because I knew it was gonna just screw up Fiend's booking forever. Seamus is on Raw Talk says live crowds will have the opportunity to boo Riker. That's very true. And Nurguru says, if you told someone in 2017 the Asuka, Nikki, and Shayna we saw tonight are the same people, they would honestly laugh. The NXT versions were killers. They certainly were. But you know what, Denise? If Raw is putting you to sleep, you might as well sleep in comfort. You might as well get that relaxation. You might as well go all out with helixsleep.com slash fightful. 
Look at Denise. Look at her. Look, Denise. Look, look. There you go. There you go. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. I own one of these. I got the Dusk Lux. And I got that because I took that Helix quiz. I was matched with that model because I wanted something that was sort of in the middle, like firm, but soft. I slept on my back. Now I can sleep on my side. I was never able to before that. And when I was shopping for a mattress in the pandemic, I did not want to go to a mattress store and roll around on something that some potato went and tested. Whether it's a hot potato, a cold potato, a spoiled potato, I didn't want to deal with that. And fortunately, helixsleep.com slash Fightful gets you that two-minute sleep quiz, and they match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. It's it's so good, and it's not just GQ and Wired Magazine that named them the number one best overall mattress pick. How about Fightful Magazine? We're going to go ahead and name it the best overall mattress pick of 2021. So if you're looking for a mattress, take that quiz. It helps out so much. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. So maybe you think this will be a life changer. Maybe you don't trust in it. You can get it risk-free, try out on 100 nights. And if you don't like it, they come to your house and they pick it up for you. You can get up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. They are a product that, that I used, hit them up, wanted to do business with them, and was happy that we were able to. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Sean, did you ever take an acting class or like an improv class? I've done some like voiceover work, but no acting classes or improv classes. Okay. Because when I used to study theater, mm-hmm. they basically had us get like in the, they used to book the class an entire circle yeah. and one person used to get in the middle and just do an everyday activity. So like just sit there, paint your nails, but have everybody watching you so that you could get comfortable. Right. Yeah. Well, that is exactly how I feel when you put me on the spot here. <laughs> We would do like promo, cl- like lower level promo class in uh, like the, the wrestling stuff that I would do when we were training. And it was always not knowing what the other person would say. That way you could be prepared, hopefully, for anything. But um, sorry, Denise, maybe you need to be better at improv. No, I hate that stuff. It gives, it gives me so much anxiety when I used to do it. When I used to do it in like school, oh, I hated it. I hated it so much. Riptide says, wow. Fightful has the best teeth of any wrestling journalist. Thanks. I used, oh wait, I was going to say what I used, but they're not sponsoring us. So I'm not going to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, don't say it unless they're giving you money. Yeah. Brutality says, Hell in a Cell 2019 and Stomping Grounds made me stop watching WWE until Roman returned. That'll do it. But you know what might do it for a lot of people, Denise? What? The finish of this. So. Oh, it's time. Let's do this. Alexa Bliss is backstage talking to Nia, and Nia's like, I know Alexa. Oh, Okay, Shayna's backstage talking to Nia, and she's like, I know Alexa really well. She's never been more dangerous. Shayna's like, it's a stupid doll. Now, before this, I saw an Alexa Bliss video that I thought was pretty good, short, to the point, kind of explained the back character a little bit. Then we saw her again, and she's talking to Lily. So we finally get Shayna and Alexa, finally, out there on the swing set, and Shayna stomps Lily. <laughs> and the so cam- messed up. The camera cuts on this, Denise, were so ridiculous and so dumb. I thought Lily was going to bite her foot. I was I like, how too. are they going to do it? How are they going to do it? 
the the cuts are so weird. There was an attack from Alexa in there as well. And then Shayna, after stepping on Lily, gets scared and leaves. And a bunch of pyro goes off. And there's a bunch of camera cuts there too. It's so bad. So then she runs backstage and we go full on terrible horror movie. Denise, this was so bad and so corny and so cheesy and so lame that I I legitimately don't know if it was bad or if they meant for it to be this bad. Now, the Matt Hardy broken stuff, I knew it was supposed to be like parodying itself. I could tell that from, from right out of the gate. You could tell this is a parody of himself. This, I don't know if it was supposed to be bad or if they think this is actually good shit, pal. I think they think this might be good because the way that it's presented. <laughs> no, well, like the way that it was presented, it didn't scream parody to me. There's usually little things that you notice when something's a parody and this didn't feel like a parody. Plus, why would they want to make it a parody based on a character that they've been, you know, using, putting a lot of time and effort into actually supposed to be like this creepy little thing with Lily. I mean, how many weeks or months now hasn't it been where Lily's in the back and of some promo creeping up? Like, why would they be wasting all of this time to then make it into a, a parody to like mock it and all of that? They, I don't think that it was supposed to be. I think it was supposed to be taken seriously. Oh boy. Where do oh you- boy. Where do you go from here, though? So, okay, but here's my question, though, Sean, and maybe you can answer it for me. And in the end, we see, so she smashes the mirror, right? And then the lights go dark and we hear a scream. So does that mean Shayna's dead? Does Lily kill Shayna? What is happening? And I know that sounds like a dumb question, but usually in a horror movie, when the lights go down and you hear a scream, chances are that person's poof gone. Bless Shayna Baszler. Best bless Alexa Bliss doing whatever they can here. I feel so bad for what they, they got to do. Joe says, why do we find Alexa and Lily so frustrating? But Bray and the Fiend with his puppets was more interesting and watchable. The The Firefly Funhouse at the beginning was like quirky and funny. And there weren't a lot of other people involved. Um, then it got old for me. It didn't evolve. It didn't get much better. The Firefly Funhouse was a lot of fun, but the Firefly Funhouse was it. It rewarded you for being a long-term viewer, long-time viewer, and this didn't. This was just, eh. Bailey's maniacal laugh says WWE's got to be joking with the shit they're putting out. I never thought Shayna would be involved in such a trash segment. When she got called up, I got. I had the feeling it was going to happen. Mike Preventure says. WWE's the next Marvel. The prophecy is happening. And it closed so. out the show. Like that's the lasting image that the people are gonna have. Oh man. So <laughs> this has happened a lot. Like the the pre-taped Alexa Bray stuff with the the jump cuts that they very clearly did. Brutality thinks it's supposed to be make, taken seriously, and also Shayna is dead. R.I.P. If it gets her out of this storyline, man. And then what? What happens to Shayna if she's dead? She comes back as a zombie in the next zombie lumberjack match? Probably. Uh, we yeah, are headed down. We are headed down the home stretch. Wrestling Gamer says this Raw was kind of funny, but also kind of not at the same time. I thought Lily was going to go full Chucky on Shayna. Oh, give it a couple weeks. 
Give it a couple weeks. It will happen, my friends. Reminder, guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. You can get a super chat in if you want. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I feel like I've been shilling all, all night instead of talking about Raw. I'm sorry, guys, but we do have a post-NXT show. We've got a, a post-AEW and SmackDown show on Friday, and then myself and Jimmy will be back here Wednesday. Brandon Charles Powell says, Shayna, Lily, Alexa, who's the heel and who's the baby face? I think we are the sympathetic baby faces and creative as the heels. You know what, though? I felt bad when Shayna stomped poor Lily's face. I was not okay with that. Read through the sarcasm. You did your best, Denise. Boy, what about Tony Khan not reading through your sarcasm at the scrum? Oh, my God. He didn't get my joke. He did really not dumb. get I the joke. I was like, oh, oops, egg on my face. Thanks. He didn't, oh, I thought it was funny. It I was, was like, funny. I thought, like, okay, he's going to laugh. And then he was like, well, should they? And I was like, I was, like, trying to, like, pull off of it. And then I was like, I don't think he gets it. And everybody was like, the snake, the snake. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't get my joke whatsoever, so. Oh, man. Yeah. I felt bad. I was like, oh, damn, Denise. Damn. It wasn't my fault. Everybody else got it. Everybody, literally everybody else got it. Yeah. he says maybe her and Miz will return at the same time and form a mixed tag team. Couldn't be worse than what they're doing now. It's bad. Uh, but I'll tell you what's nice, guys. You guys were so supportive tonight. This is one of our best super chats on a Monday that we, we've ever had. Uh, I know we got a lot of Steven Larson's live viewers. Thank you to... Uh, all of you who, who tuned in, we love Steven Larson. Great guys. Colt Bedeau says, will this change Shayna like the Fiend changes people? I hope so. I hope it makes her win, Denise. I don't know. I don't know. And I, Richie, I know. Richie uh, hits us with, Shayna will come back as a zombie to promote Army of the Dead too. Oh, that I didn't like Army of the Dead. Did you watch it? No, I'm not going to watch it. There's it's, no way. It stinks. Cyclops says, I hope Big Daddy Q loses. <laughs> I don't like the guy. God damn. Uh, Joe says, Lily's taking over Shayna's body. Oh, no. It is. Oh, she's total. They're totally oh. going to do that. Oh, why didn't I think about that? Oh, yeah, God. That's, that's definitely happening. Joe, you're right. Guys, thank you all so much. An hour and 12 minutes, and I would say about an hour of it was spent not talking about Raw. I appreciate you guys. Not only the fact that you guys don't complain that we're skipping through a lot of Raw, uh, but that you guys have been so supportive and you all sent so many Super Chats tonight. It was a very good night for that. Thank you all so much. Uh, when you all support Fightful like that, it helps us give writers raises. Um, helps us get more stuff. It, it really means a lot. And we are still just a few subscriptions away on Fightful Aww. Select. It's it. I thought it was uh, two away. It's three away. Uh, somebody says, did we cover Mayweather Paul? We covered it on the scene. Daniel was there. We did a watch along. We had full coverage. Check it out. We got UFC watch alongs this uh, Saturday. We are going to be back with NXT TakeOver this Sunday. But Denise, what do you got going on? Hey, we got Impact Against All Odds this week. That's unfightful. Oh, yeah. You're covering that. Well, my show, Sean. Thanks a lot. Yeah, so we're going to have three podcasts this weekend. We're going to have Impact All Against All Odds. I'll be on the UFC Watch Along. And then there's the NXT show. Do you do those for us? I don't even know. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. You don't even know my 
things. You know what I, mean? I don't even. That is how low on the totem pole I am. That like it doesn't even. You know, I don't even know why I show up to work. Denise has two shows. Two this shows weekend. this weekend. No, hold on. Three of you count this one on Fightful, and you have not promoted any of them. That's it. I'm done. Denise, I got, I got, I got lots of. I need creative right control now. on this pod yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> Well, uh, the the weekend's going to be loaded, guys. An AEW SmackDown show Friday. Uh, then Saturday is, we've got a double dose. We've got Denise going live with Against All Odds. And then right after that is probably, right around then, we'll probably be going live for the UFC Watch Along. And then uh, Sunday, of course, the NXT TakeOver post show. And I'll be doing the, the media call as well. But Juan says, I'm now regretting going to Vegas for SummerSlam. That's an expensive trip, my friend. That is. But thank you all so much. Denise, you got anything else to plug? Oh, yeah. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. We just got another subscription to FightfulSelect.com. Another one. We are two away. Until next time, we're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.